scriptures to the book of Exodus chapter 18. Exodus chapter 18. I want to read verse 13 and I'll skip some other verses and I'll come to verse 18. Exodus chapter 18. Let's go to verse 13. The Bible says, And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sent to judge the people. And the people stood by Moses from the morning unto the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone? And all the people stand by thee from morning unto evening. And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. Okay, let's keep to verse 18. Verse 18. The Bible says, Thou wilt surely wear away, both thou and these people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. I want you to gather yourself and try as best as you can to focus. I want you to be distracted by anything else. Try as best as you can to focus. Because what I'm going to talk about tonight, it is going to sound as if I am deviating, as if I am moving away from the subject that we have been pressing on, the subject of the anointing. 
but in reality you are going to learn one or two things out of what I believe is going to be the center or the theme of our discussion tonight. Now, when you read Exodus chapter 18, from verse 1, the Bible centers its attention on an individual who is called Jethro, who is called Jethro. And this individual was a priest of Midian. And also, he was Moses' father-in-law. Then, when you read down, you begin to hear that when he had all that God had done for Moses and the Israelites, he decided to go with the wife of Moses and his uh, sons, Moses' sons. Now, in relation, you can see these people were Jethro's daughter and his grandchildren. And he decided to take these people so that he can go and meet up with Moses. Are we together? Then when you read on, you are going to see that when they arrived, I'm talking of Jethro, the Midian priest, when he arrived, then the Bible says that these people, they got good time together themselves as a family. You know, they saluted one another. Then Moses, from verse 13, he went down to do the work of God. He started to do the business of the Lord. And when you look into what he was doing, the Bible clearly says that he sat down to judge the people. And the people would come and they would stand before Moses. And Moses, he continued in this kind of a work from the morning up to the evening. You can see that Moses has made himself available to the people and the people would go to Moses for judgment. Because the Bible is saying he sent down to judge the people. And you would see that he did this from morning to evening. I want you to mark that. If it, the Bible is not borrowed, you can mark it. From morning to evening, he's sitting down and he is judging. But verse 14 says that when Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, or a rule, when he saw all that Moses was doing, he was not happy. Then, when I was reading this passage, this chapter, I began to ask myself, why is it that this man was not happy? Why is it that he was not happy? The Bible goes on and it highlights why Jethro was not happy at all considering all that Moses was doing. And he asked Moses, what is this thing that you are doing to these people? And what is this thing 
that you are doing, sitting by yourself alone, and then these people are coming to you from the morning to the evening, and you are doing all this by yourself. Then the response that you would get from Moses, he told his father-in-law that the people, they are coming to me so that they can inquire of the Lord, considering their matters. They are coming to me so that they can inquire of the Lord pertaining to their matters. But this thing, it didn't make Jethro happy at all. Are we together, Jesus of God? Then I've been asking myself, okay, if it was not done by Moses, who else was supposed to do it? Because when you look at it, Moses by then he was he was he was he was probably the, the most prominent individual trusted again by the people. So that they would go to him with their issues and they would inquire. Are we together, Jesus of God? Are we together, Jesus of God? They would go to him and they would inquire for judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But Jethro, when he saw all that these people were doing, Jethro, he was not happy. He was not happy at all. Thank you, Jesus. We are reading from the book of Exodus chapter 18. If you have your Bible, to those who are just coming in, just flip it from verse 18. And we are reading to verse 18. Exodus chapter 13, from verse 13 to 18. I will get the gift of God. Now, you may think that Moses was justified to do everything that he was doing. But not to this individual, Jethro. And I will teach you God. I want you to, to collect yourself and to, to understand what I'm trying to push up, put up across. You may think that all that Moses was doing, he was supposed to do it. But not to Jethro. Am I helping someone here? Remember, Moses was probably the most anointed individual available at that time. It could have been the only individual with a higher anointing present in the congregation than anyone. So you may think that all the issues that were prominent or that were present in Israel, they demanded or they were supposed to be brought to Moses. But not according to his father-in-law, Jethro. Amen with you? Now, what is very interesting is that Jethro was not only Moses' father-in-law, but he was also a priest of media. So you are seeing someone who is a father-in-law and he is also a man of a position pertaining to his relationship with God. He was also a priest. So you can see that this man was not only a father-in-law, as to say, but he was also an individual familiar with how things were done in the house of God. So he is seeing Moses from morning to evening, and Moses is standing, and people are coming to Moses for judgment, and he is not happy. And he's asking Moses, what is this thing that you are doing? to these people. And what is this thing that you are doing to yourself? 
Say to Jesus. Amen with you. And then Moses responds to most of you. You would think Moses was justified. He said to him, the people have come to me to inquire from God. The people, they are here because they want to know and they want to hear what God is saying pertaining to their situation. But Jethro is not there. Am I with you, Jethro of God? Am I with you? And he goes on now, verse 18 is very interesting. Because Jethro, he goes on and he says, God would surely wear away both you and these people that is with you. For this thing that you are doing, it is too heavy for you. Though art not able to perform it yourself alone. Yeah, I, I believe if, 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 if you are going to, to be here, you are going to be helped. I'm, am I talking to someone here? If, if your mind is not going to go elsewhere, I believe this one is going to be something that is going to help you. And I don't give it for you. We are seeing someone who is very anointed. Very much anointed than you, than me, Moses. And he is dealing with people's issues. He is in the business of bringing solutions to the people. And from morning to evening, he is working in the presence of God without rest. And the people, they are standing before him from morning to evening. And then Jethro, he is coming as an outsider. He came in that environment to celebrate what Moses had done and what God had done through Moses. But he saw Moses doing this thing from morning up to sunset. And he says to him, this thing that you are doing, it is not too good for you. Thank you, Jesus. Am I with you? Am I with you? Now, what I'm trying to show you is that <laughs> you can be anointed. Remember, we are talking of the anointing. And I say that when the anointing is upon you, the anointing can make things very easy for you to do. So when you investigate, you are going to realize that it was not too difficult for Moses to do all these things that he was, he was doing. It, because of the anointing that was upon him, it was, be, 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 it was beginning or it had become a custom to him that at this day people would come from morning to evening and I would do this and this and this and this. Do it. And I don't need people here. He is working. Thank you, Jesus. He is anointed and at the same time he is working. He's doing something. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> When you have the anointing, the anointing makes things to be easy for you. Let's say you have an anointing that covers business. It makes it very easy for you to flourish in the direction of business. When you have the anointing of healing, it makes it easy for you to see people who are sick getting their healing. Am I with you? The anointing when it is there, it gives you that push so that you become an accomplisher. You accomplish things faster when you have the anointing. Am I with you, gentle God? But 
Moses, he was very, very anointed, and you are seeing him waking from morning to evening. Baby Jesus, he is anointed and he's waking from morning to evening. So what I want you to see again is that even though you are anointed, thank you, Jesus. It, it's not a reason for you not to do something. Are we together? A lot of people, when they think that they are anointed, then they have got an excuse not to be practical, not to do things. That's why I've been saying to people the other time that a lot of people who are anointed, they are idle in the anointing. They are idle. They are doing nothing. Are we together? So that when people are looking at them and people check in the spiritual realm how anointed they are and what are they doing with the anointing in the material realm, they may be a good or they may be a big, big, big mismatch of what is there in the spirit and what is there in the physical. Are we together? So a lot of people who get the anointing, they, they don't want to do things. Are we together? And some people who get the anointing, they offer two things. So there are two things there that I want to talk about. Amen. There are people who are anointed and they do nothing. And then there are people who are anointed and they overdo. You are seeing Moses a very, very much anointed individual. And he is overdoing things. From morning to evening, he is sitting down. People are in a, in a queue. They are making a queue to see Moses. Thank you, Jesus. It's, it's, it's happening even in our times. How many of you have watched it? A, a lot of men of God who are so much anointed and then they do not consider this kind of advice from Jethro. From morning to evening, they are busy on the prayer line praying for people. And things are happening, but they are overdoing things. Imagine if people are here. So verse 18 is very, very interesting. It's, if it is your Bible, I want you to, to, to underline it. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. You hear Jethro saying to Moses, what you are doing will surely wear you away. It will surely wear you away. And that word that is used, wear you away, from the Hebrew, it is called, it, it is taken from a, a word, Nabel, Nabel. It means you will eventually wield. You know, if you have ever planted a flower, probably in a flower pot, and then you forget to water it, that plant can eventually wield, or it will eventually die. Are we together, the of God? It may mean you eventually faint. You can eventually faint. Or you will eventually faint. You will eventually faint. That's what Jethro is saying to Moses. That this thing that you are doing will surely wear you away. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, people here. Am I with you? 
Have you ever seen people doing good things? And they are doing things over and over and over and over until the good things that they are doing begin to wear them away. Thank you, Jesus. Am I helping someone here? You are doing good things. Let's say you are in a house. This one, it works especially in a family. And you are the only individual probably in a house with six people. You are the only individual doing everything there. You wake up in the morning, you clean for them. You go to their beds, you do their beds. You do their washings. And then you cook for them. And everyone is doing nothing. You are not doing something bad, you are doing very well. You are doing something very, very good. But over time, you will begin to wear away. Thank you, Jesus. Am I talking to people here? You will begin to wear away, or you begin to fade. You begin to wilter. Thank you, Jesus. You begin to fall away. So, it's one thing to be anointed to do something, and you begin to do it. And it's another thing to manage the anointing. So what I'm talking about here is about managing the anointing. And when, when I'm talking about managing the anointing, I'm talking about you managing your abilities. The abilities that God has given you. Am I in Jesus of God? Am I helping someone here? You are seeing Moses doing this from morning to evening. And Jethro is coming and is telling him, you are very much anointed. What are you doing? And he's saying, I'm helping people. I am inquiring on their behalf. They are here to inquire from God. But Jethro is not happy. He's telling him, this thing is going to wear you away. And on the other hand, not only you, it's going to wear you, both you and these people. Thank you, Jesus. That's why a great deal of people who do things, good things, they are despised. A great deal of people who are doing good things, some of them, they get to be despised. I've given you an example. If you want to check it in relation to your life, you can be able to see what I'm talking about. You do everything for everyone in the family, from morning to sunset. But when you check out, they honor you. There is no honor. They despise you. Imagine the people here. So Moses is being told by Jethro, you and these people, you wear away. With the thing that you are doing. You are helping people. But you will eventually wear away. Thank you, Jesus. And he goes on and he says, because this thing that you are doing, it is too heavy. It is too heavy for you. But Moses was not complaining about what he was doing. It is Jethro who is telling him. So today, it's, 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 it's a different service. Because I've come to tell you things that you were not expecting me to tell you. I've come to tell you, Brother Oliver, you can wear a wig. I've come to tell you that same things that you may be doing, they can be too heavy for you. 
in my opinion, I know that you want to do everything. Like Paul. Paul who says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. That's what you want. And I don't even pray. But I want you to take this advice. Thank you, Jesus. And I will be someone here. Because all of us doing things, irregardless of the fact that you are anointed, it can become to exert a toll upon your life. Upon your life. And also, it can also weigh the people that you are doing those things for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many times have you done things and now they are no longer saying thank you to you? Even after your blessed meal, you have cooked a very, very good meal for them. Nobody can even say thank you. Even after you've cleaned your whole house, no one is now saying thank you to you. They have won. It might be someone here. People can wear away. You can also wear away. But on your part, when you wear away, normally it ex exerts a great deal of toll. It exerts a great deal of toll on your health as a person. It exerts a great deal of toll on your health as a person. Thank you, Jesus. Imagine people in. But when people wear away because of what you're doing for them, they begin to despise you. So you are seeing two things there. It's either you wear away. Thank you, Jesus. So you can be alive. Have you ever seen some people? And then when you check, you check, especially pastors, you want to analyze a man of God. You look into a man of God, how you used to know him, and how you know him now. How? I'm talking about the how. The how you used to know him, and the how that part you used to know him now. The how you are knowing him now. Most of you, when you try to check it, that's why a lot of people would say, that man of God was anointed. That man of God would do this before. But now, he's no longer doing that. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of you, you say that. That man of God, the, the first time I knew him, he, he was serious. But now, now he's finished. Am I with the church of God? <laughs> we, are, you, we are talking of someone wearing away. Even an anointing can begin to look like it's wearing away, it's fading away. If it is overused, if it is not managed very well, it can begin to wear away. Imagine people here. Gentle is telling Moses, what you are doing is too heavy for you. And the other one that I want to highlight, he says, those are not able to perform it thyself alone. You are doing the work of God, but it's too heavy on you. 
you are doing the work of God, but you are not able to do it yourself alone. Am I helping someone here? I want to help you. Thank you, Jesus. Am I talking to people here? You need to be able to, 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 to manage the grace of God that is upon yourself. It's not all the things that you are supposed to do. Thank you, Jesus. It's not all the things. It's not everything that you are supposed to be doing. When everything is done, people know that it is done by you. When everything is done, people will check and they will know that it has been done by you. I'm not saying sit down and do nothing. No, no, no. I'm here to advise you. Because if you are always the one doing everything, you may begin to fade away. Begin to wear away. And even the people that you are doing those things for, they begin also to wear away. Thank you, Jesus. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? Yeah, we have you ever seen some people, probably the first day you brought them a gift, they would say thank you. Tomorrow, you brought a gift, they will say thank you. Tomorrow, they will just take it and they will put it there. No more thank you. But you are doing the best you can. Especially in relationships, marriages. What I'm saying is very, very prominent. It's very, very prominent. You do it today, tomorrow, the other day. And you begin to feel like you are no longer appreciated the way you were in the beginning. Now, no more thank you. Am I with you? Because you may eventually see yourself wearing away. Am I with you? I want you to, 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 to take me correctly. Because some of you, you may not, you may misquote me and you say the man of God is saying don't do good things. No, no, no. I am saying, manage yourself. What I'm talking about today is about people management, self-management. Whereby you need to manage yourself. Because many people who are heartbroken, they are heartbroken because of the things that they did. The good things that they did. And when they check, it no longer looks like they are appreciated over time because over time you begin to be despised the people you are doing things for they begin also to wear away thank you jesus do you know over availability can actually be something that will work against you over availability can become something that will begin to work against you. And to another dimension, if you are scarce, it may begin to work to your advantage over time. Let me repeat it. I'm asking you a question. Do you know over availability can eventually work against you? And on another dimension, your scarcity or your limited availability can begin to work to your advantage. Do you know that? 
not confusing people. I think if you are also available and people know that this thing is it's you who do it, then they begin to despise you over time. They will firstly be appreciating you, firstly they will be appreciating you, but over time they will grow weary. And then they will stop appreciating what you are doing. And you, the more you are doing it, you also grow weary. Am I okay? You. Let me give you an example. Let's say you buy yourself a very expensive perfume, very powerful yourself. And today you put it, the first day you put it, you feel its scent powerfully. You feel that this perfume is very powerful. Tomorrow, same perfume, you put it again. Tomorrow, by the end of the week, yourself, do you know? You will no longer be smelling that perfume the first. The first way you smelled it in the beginning. Do you know that? I'm giving you an example. I'm inviting people here. And it, 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 over time, when you continue to use it and use it, you begin not to smell it at all yourself. You will hear people telling you, ah, this, the perfume is good. But you, it won't be anymore that your senses have grown tired. They have worn away from smelling it. Am I with you? And let's say you are sitting, you, you are staying with people, it's not, you've got people around you. Over time also, their sense of smell towards your perfume, it will grow week and week and week and week and week. That's what I'm calling over-availability. But the perfume is very expensive. But no one can no longer feel it that there is an expensive perfume that has been applied here. Am I helping someone here? Am I helping someone here? Yet, to people who have never had an encounter with you and your perfume, when you, you say, ah, that perfume. But the people around you, your kids, no longer feel it. Yourself, you no longer feel it. Am I with you, church of God? And when it happens like that, even your sense of appreciation now towards that perfume, it will begin to fade and fade and fade and fade and fade. Am I open someone here? A great deal of people who couldn't make it in relationships is because of over-availability also. Especially before marriage. Over-availability. When your boyfriend wants to meet you, you are there. If he say tomorrow, 6 o'clock, you are there. And by the end of the year, you are over available. And it's too used to you. <laughs> he no longer appreciates you. When people hear that your boyfriend has beaten you or is dumping you, people will begin to say, But you, you are a good person. What's happening? Does he does he have a problem in his mind? He cannot appreciate something that is so good. Amen with the church of God. Your problem is over availability and if you that's why i'm saying i'm trying to help you to manage yourself because nobody has ever told you that if you don't manage yourself very well you are 
going to eventually wear yourself out. The same way a shoe gets tired of being worn every day. If you are over available, you wear out. So there are certain times and seasons where you need to discuss. I want to talk. Let people look for you. I don't know how to put it in suit. When people look at me, where is he? Where is she? But you are there in your house. They will appreciate you better. And when they always find you, whenever they want to see you there, they are with you. Am I helping someone here? I'm talking about people, skills, managing people, managing yourself. Am I doing people here? And you can be very anointed to make it in that area. But if you offer, if you make yourself offer available, you begin to wear yourself out. You begin to wear yourself out. Praise the Lord. Am I helping someone here? Also, if you are offer available, even in your business, and you are making it, you are making it, you are making it, you are making it, there will come a time when that business will begin to wear you out. Especially you business people, you don't want to hear that. They are always in your business. People cannot, even your family now, they don't have time with you. It's only always business, 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 business. Until that business wears you out. Imagine the people here. It can have a toll on your body as a person. I'm trying to help you. Imagine the people here. I'm trying to help you. Because when you lean on, you hear Jethro giving Moses an advice, a piece of advice. He said to him, Let it be that you choose from the people, captains, people who fear the Lord, and let those people help you. When he started to give Moses advice, he advised Moses, what you are doing, divide it. Let other people do it for you. Thank you, Jesus. As a business person, let me let me let me let me look at it on a business side. As a business person, as your business grows, if your business is growing and you fail to make your business to be to be centered on not only on yourself hear me right it means that over time that business can wear you out especially if you fail not to manage that thing especially the way i'm trying to put it across it may eventually wear you out if you ever ask yourself there are certain companies that you don't even know you never see even the owner of that company at that company. You never see there. But those companies, they're making it big time. It may not be someone here. They are saying, why? Because the owner, the more you grow and your responsibilities are growing and you are over available, is the more you fail. 
when you get yourself to be overvaluable. And Jethro, he is giving Moses skills, he's giving Moses ideas, appoint other people so that they can begin to do the things that you have been doing. And what they cannot do, let them now bring that which they cannot do to you, to your attention. But if you are the one doing everything, there's a problem. Am I hoping someone here? Am I hoping someone? Even in your family, in your family, begin to teach, begin to teach the other people in your household to begin to do all those other things that you've been doing. And you begin to concentrate on the difficult tasks. Am I hoping someone? Otherwise, you get to way away. And you are anointed. You can begin to fight and you are anointed. You can begin to filter, to winter, and you are anointed. If you cannot be able to manage yourself very well, it's very, very important to manage yourself. To manage the anointing, to manage the grace. Am I looking for you? You start a business and you begin to make money. As long as you are, it's, it's only you doing it. There will come a time when you get to be tired. Not because the money is no longer coming in the business, but because the business has worn you out as an individual. But learn to be able to manage your growth so that. The other small things that you used to be doing, some other people do them. And you concentrate on the bigger things yourself. You need to concentrate on the bigger things yourself. Imagine people here. Even your anointing, even your grace, you need to learn to begin to concentrate on the bigger things. Let them look around for you in your house. And then they say, this thing is it is difficult. Your pass now. Am I with you? But if you are there from the small things, from the small things, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you. They, those things, they eventually wear you out. They eventually wear you out. What I'm talking about, I know it. I'm also a leader of a church. I know what I'm talking about. If you're always available, people will begin to despise you. People, people begin to despise you. They will think you, you don't even have the grace or the anointing or the capacity. Am I hoping someone here? The reason why you respect President Ramaphosa is because you don't stay with him. But if you were staying with him here in Scotty Polar and you are zooming together, you're roaming about the streets together, he was going to be over available. To a level where you will say, Ah, brah, Ramaphosa, how are you? In the morning. It means you are no longer respecting even the grace that he has. That's why they try to be scarce. When you want to hear them, they don't come to, 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 to talk to you. It's my turn to be praying. Am I hoping someone here? You can be over available and then the, your, your availability begins to work against you. Thank you, Jesus. Am I open someone here? Am I open? Moses was always crying. I want to tell you something. 
If there are people that I believe they never enjoyed the ministry to the full, Moses can be one of them. Because each and every time, people would go to Moses with their complaints and their burdens, and then it was too grievous on Moses. Eventually, what led Moses not to enter into the promised land was not because of him, but it was because of the people he was leading. They won him out. They won him out. Even though he had the ability to take them into the promised land, but he couldn't get into the promised land himself. Because people, they warn you, they can wear you out, the more you get to be more available to them. They grieved Moses to a level where Moses had to disobey against the voice of God now. He had to hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. And because of people, am I helping someone here? When you are the one doing everything, 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 I'm telling you, you begin to weigh out. To the mothers in the, in the church, you can begin to weigh out. If you are Everything in the house centers on you. You can wear out. You become an angry mother in the house. Am I telling you people here? Am I okay? So, what I'm trying to say, manage your environment to a level whereby you sometimes restrict your availability. Let it, especially if there are people around you. I'm not saying there are some of you who don't have people around you. If you are the only person doing it, then do it. No one will do it for you if you don't do it. But if there are people who can do it in that environment, begin to train people so that they can begin also to sit in the gate. And they begin to do the other things that you were supposed to be doing, especially the smaller things. Am I speaking to people here? Am I making sense to people here? I think I'm trying to to, to, to help you. I'm, 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 I'm trying my best. I'm trying the best I can to help you. Where are you when you check yourself? Even Adam, Adam was told, you know, Adam, when he was alone, God had to say, you know what? It is no longer good. According to the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, God had to say, it is not good now that this man should be alone. Let us make him a help meet for him. God is now to bring help into his environment. He was doing everything by himself. Because the Adam, the Adam that God created in, in, in the book of Genesis chapter 2, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, he was an inclusive party. The woman was in Adam. Everything was in Adam. And God said, no, 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 it's no longer good for this man to be doing everything by himself. Let's create help for this man. Are we together? There are certain things that you need help. That's what I'm trying to show you. There are certain things that you need help. That's why Jethro said, this thing is too heavy for you. And if you don't, if you can, if you can pick it up yourself, that there are certain things that can be too heavy for my, for me. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Am I talking to people here? He said, "This thing that you are doing, 
is too heavy for you. Moses was comfortable. He, he was not like complaining that uh, what I'm doing is heavy. No, no, no. But Jethro is the one telling him, like what I'm doing to you now. Some of you, the things that you are doing, they are too heavy for you. Some of you, you need help in other areas. You need people to enter into your life and manage other aspects of your life while you concentrate on the most important things of your life. You need help. Am I helping someone here? Am I helping? And Moses had to tell, he had to be told by Jethro, you are not able to perform it yourself alone. This thing, you are not able to perform it yourself alone. So, if you always find yourself doing everything yourself alone, it's you alone doing A, B, C, D, E. Thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to help you not to be a lone ranger who's doing everything. I'm talking from experience as a vessel. It's not easy to be a man of God who is doing everything. Doing everything. You come on Saturday, the church is not swept, you sweep. On Sunday, you have to sweep again, you have to, to come and preach again. I still remember there was a conference some other time ago, and some other women, they came and they put their pots on the, on the stove. They said, man of God, watch the pots for us. And I'm supposed to be looking at her things. And I just say, no, 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 these things I will not do them. <laughs> and I tell you to people here. I'm talking about you being over available. Because when people see you always doing things, they can become worn out to a level whereby they begin to despise you. I'm helping you. Imagine the people here. In your business, especially if the grace is growing, you must be able to diversify other things out of you, out of your life, off your shoulders, so that other people can chip in and do those things for you. Imagine the people here. The term of division of labor in your house. There are certain things that you must not always be doing the way you out. You've raised them from that small age, now they are grown up. But if they want a food drink, they'll say, Mama, buy us a food drink. They don't do anything. Even if they have money, and it's only you doing things in the house. Up to a level where they begin to wear you out. They no longer appreciate you. They wear you out. You have the mother working, buying the soap for them. Everything is you. So there are certain things that I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, to, to teach the elders to to Arumuro Magondoraya. It was you. Are we together? Am I helping you, Brother Oliver? You must not be surprised when Mama tells you, you know what, it's you buying the cooking oil or something in the house. If she's the only one doing it, it will always be a burden on her and eventually it will wear out. 
and also it will wear you out. You will no longer appreciate those good things that she's doing for you. Amen. Am I talking to people here? Amen. Am I helping someone here? Ah, if you cannot do this, I'm telling you, people will not appreciate you at all. Even if they have the means and the ability to do certain things, they will not do. They will wait for you to do those things. What I'm saying, if you can check in your life, how many times have you found a situation that could have been solved by your daughter or by your son in the house, but they waited for you to come? They waited for you. Because you have over availed yourself in that area. You've made yourself over available. Even if they can. <laughs> they will not do. You just say, let's go to Moses. Moses will do it for us. Thank you, Jesus. And it's wearing you out. It, it, it will exert a toll on you. And eventually, you may not enter into the promised land yourself. Like what Moses eventually suffered. He couldn't because of the people. They, everything. If people didn't have water, they would come to Moses. Make noise to Moses in their numbers. If people didn't have bread, they would, they would make noise to Moses. If people didn't have meat, they would come to Moses and make noise. I'm trying to help you, even in your family. You must open up to them so that they can be able to chip in one or two things and do those things also in the house. They have the means, the ability, they have it. Thank you, Jesus. Otherwise, you will. You will say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. You are doing everything. You go to the shop, you buy them the food. From the shop, you come with the food to the house, you prepare it for them. They are sitting, they are watching TV, nothing. They have money also in their pockets, doing nothing with that money. From there, cook, they eat. From there, they leave. You take the dishes, you wash. <laughs> Everything. It's you. Am I helping someone? I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to help people. I'm trying to help people. So if you get to be overused by people, you wear out. You wear out. If you get to be over available, you will wear out. And the people who begin to despise you again, they will not even count it worthy what you did for them. Thank you, Jesus. The only way they will appreciate you is when you die. That's when they will start to say, ah, that man was good. That man. But when you were alive, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help someone here. Somebody say there are certain things that are too heavy. There are certain things that I cannot do. If you think you can do everything by yourself watch watch this space and even count your years you will not last long you will not last long you are doing everything from a b c d e you are doing everything by yourself you will not last long 
Baby Jesus, teach them to do certain things that are easy. And then only come to, to judge and give, you know, you know, this one, correct this one, this one, this one. Let them do. You rest. And only the most difficult things, those are things that you must be doing yourself by now. David Jesus, I'm trying to help even you business people. When your business is growing and growing and growing and growing and growing, there must come a level whereby you must have other people running other areas of your business. And you concentrate on the money only. Concentrate on the money. Let them run around with other things. Concentrate on the money only, on the important things only. Am I opening someone here? Thank you, Jesus. How many of you, when you flip back into your life, when you flip the pages of your of your life into your history, you can see that this thing it didn't work because I was over available. Especially relationships. If you make yourself more available, over available, sometimes it will wear the relationship out. But sometimes this comes. That's why even according to the laws of this world, the scarcest minerals, they are the most expensive minerals. They are the most expensive minerals. Look at gold. You don't see it everywhere. That's why it is more expensive than granite. Granite, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. If you want, you know, people can pick it and throw it everywhere. They don't even care if they throw it away. Because it's over available. But you cannot do that to gold or to diamonds. Because they are scarce. They're not always available. They are scarce. Am I helping someone here? Am I helping someone here? I'm trying to, to teach you because myself, there will come time, a time probably where you begin to see less of me. You begin to see less of me. Hear less of me. Thank you, Jesus. I'll be managing myself. Otherwise, I know what I'm talking about. You get to way out you get way out and you can see the sign sometimes when you give people advice you can realize that you've made yourself now over available thank you jesus am i helping someone here there are some certain people some of you there are people who when they come for advice they come like they want advice and then when you give them even the the, the deepest from the deepest of your spirit to advise them you don't see them putting that advice to work because you now, you are now an over-available commodity in their lives. Now they despise you. Am I speaking to people here? We are talking of the anointing. The anointing will be there in your life, but you need to be able to manage it. Otherwise, you will go weary and yet you are anointed. And then the anointing begins to fade. Remember I said the anointing and the character, they cannot be separated at the end of the day. The anointing is the vessel. So when you fade, it means the anointing will also act like it's fading. 
So you may make the anointing to fade away. And I don't someone here. You may make the anointing to fade away. And then people who no longer appreciate the value of that anointing, the value of that grace. Thank you, Jesus. Let's end up in the presence of God because of time. Thank you, Lord. I want you to make a prayer. And I want you to say, Father, I want me to manage myself. To manage myself. So that I can manage my relationships. So that I can manage my businesses. So that I can manage every detail of my life. So that I can still be energetic whenever I am called forth to execute what I'm supposed to execute. Help me not to be over available even in small and petty issues I'm there. Help me. Help me from today. Begin to make a prayer. Pray in the name of Jesus. For me, Martin Siziba, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. We are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you, courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.